Hello everybody, I'm Soren Povacils, sitting here next to my pal, Ben Rikosh, and this is Paper Thin Thoughts. We, short-sighted, ill-advised, thought-provoking dimwits, speak our truths about trending topics that we experience in our daily lives. And this week, we had an awesome discussion with Coach Cherubin, my friend Owen Lindsay, and of course, Producer Dave, about everything Super Bowl, the food, the halftime show, the commercials, the party, and of course, the football. So please enjoy. Well, PTT listeners, time has come. Welcome to the Super Bowl experience episode. We are joined by uh, Owen Lindsay, who is a diehard Bills fan. Producer Dave, Bills and Mafia. later, later will be joined by Coach Cherubin, PTT veteran. Uh, Soren, we'll start with you first, since you're an Eagles fan, and the Eagles are in the Super Bowl. How excited are you for the Super Bowl? I'm very excited for the food. Um, obviously, the game's going to be on, so that'll be a bonus. But the food, man, that's mostly what I'm looking forward to. I'm not going to lie. Well, we have some of it in front of us right here. Uh, yeah. What, what are your? I know wings are your favorite food. What are your favorite type of wings, favorite place to eat wings? Uh, favorite sides, anything like that? Okay, um, favorite place to eat wings, I'm going to say Buffalo Wild Wings because it is so reliable. I mean, it's in a lot of places, so it's definitely up there. And my favorite flavor is jerk chicken. All right. That's a top flavor. Are you a ranch or blue cheese type of guy? Ranch, 100%. I used to like blue cheese when I was a kid. I feel like I'm winning you over on lemon peppers, though. Lemon peppers were very good. I'm going to have a couple more of those. Um, I've never had a dry rub, so that is a good dry rub to start out with. Yeah, for real. Uh, Owen, what's it like uh, eating wings up in Buffalo, New York, the home of the wing? Oh, it's pretty great. You know, the wings there, like, you can walk into any place and just get some really good wings. Like, yeah, you I got mean, a honestly, top three spots? Top three in <laughs> Buffalo. Um, gosh, I mean, I feel like Duff's has to be in the top three. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are, they are, like, the creator of the wings. Um. One place I went, not last time, but the time before that, I went to Buffalo, Gabriel's Gate. Uh-huh. Has some really good wings. And then last time I was there, just a month ago, I went to Anchor Bar, and that place is pretty well known, too. What, I would say that's my top three. What separates Buffalo wings from, like, your ordinary wing? Oh, man, you can't even describe it. It's just better. Like, <laughs> just the taste, the, the quality, man, like, the way it's cooked. Everything about it just... The vibes. I don't know. It's, it's it's just better. I feel like Buffalo Wings, like in upstate New York, it's all about vinegar. Like they're really heavy handed with the vinegar, and I think that just brings out so much of the flavor. Like you get the heat from the peppers and that are in the sauce, man. but like the butter and the vinegar and the heavy hand on the vinegar, that really does it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how spicy are each of you guys on your wings? Do you like? Do you take the spicy or? Uh, ever since I was a very small kid, I've always loved very spicy food. And so, like, I, I have a very high threshold for spice that I like. Um, it usually upsets my family because I'm always ordering food much spicier than the rest of my people's like to eat. But, I like, the spicier, the better for me. I really I do love heat. Yeah, I would agree with that take for sure. I mean, I, I always feel a little bit scared to get the spiciest in a lot of places unless I know the place. But I'd, I usually go up there quite a bit on spice you know i'm always disappointed when i go go after like i'm gonna go for the hottest yeah oh and yeah you, and you're kind of and you're kind of intimidated about it and then it shows up yeah. and you're like dude this is like a barely a medium wing what are we talking about here <laughs> that's true. yeah that's it a disappointment because it varies by place i get it what does. you're saying absolutely yeah yeah for sure 
what other Super Bowl snacks is everybody into? Uh, what's like the must-haves at your Super Bowl party? Oh, Mini tacos. Mini tacos. Buffalo chicken pizza. Yeah, that makes I'm it every year. Pizza and then, like a big jar of M and M's. M and M's. M and M's are like the candy that I won't ever go after, but if they're on the table, I'll eat them. Yeah. That's true. I grew up in New England, and uh, so it's actually cold in February where I'm from, and so uh, my mom would always make like an epic uh, uh, French onion soup for because like, we would always have like a pretty big Super Bowl party, even even in the uh, super rare occasions where the Patriots were not in the Super Bowl. Um, oh, tell me about but it. The <laughs> we'll get into that Cheaters. some more. We'll get into that some more. I'm curious to hear how a uh, Bills fan's feeling about all this right now. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, my mom would make a big giant thing of French onion soup for like all of our guests and stuff. And they, there would be all the other things that are out there, but like the French onion soup in homemade sourdough uh, uh, bread bowls were always like a big big feature for Super Bowl Sunday for me. Oh yeah, that's. That's the stuff. I'm all, I'm big on the pizza, wings, uh, chips. Keep it simple. That's true. Some French onion dip with some chips. Yeah, absolutely. That's a classic. That sounds good. Straight up, up New ruffles England. with French onion dip is an unbeatable yeah. pat match right there. Ooh, that sounds good. You guys got any seafood for uh, for Super Bowl? Um, I mean, again, I grew up in New England, so like yeah. it, that's always a part of everything for, for the most part. I'm trying to think about like where I grew up in Rhode Island, like when I was in high school, and really becoming a big sports fan. I was living in Rhode Island, and so, like, calamari, clam cakes, these are things that, like, mid-Atlantic, like, like is not aware of these things so much. Yeah. Um, but clam cakes and clam chowder, huge, huge. I remember back when the Seahawks played the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, my friends, uh, their family are diehard Patriots fans, yep. and my family is Seahawks fans because we grew up in Seattle. Right. So Ooh. we went to their house, and both, in both spots, clam chowder is a big thing. You got New England clam chowder, and you got Seattle clam chowder. So we made two clam chowders for that Se- Super Bowl. Seattle makes cool. a, a quality seafood stew and soup. I would not qualify that as clam chowder. I am... There, there is. There are hills that I will die on, and this is one of them. So, so what? Explain to us the difference. Chowder is going to be a cream base, and Seattle-style seafood stew is not a cream base. Neither is Manhattan clam chowder. Is the one I take most offense to. It is a tomato soup with clams in it. There's a very big difference between that and chowder. Hmm. Chowder is going to be a dairy base. Period. All right. Well. Uh I mean, I guess we'll get into the food again later. But should we get into the real game I, itself? I genuinely want to know. Like, like I mean, you know, I, I'm very happy to know that, like, as a New England fan, like, we can step aside for a while now. We can allow some teams some opportunities to get in there and get some W's. Not I'm as very a, happy about that. Have you seen the Celtics? As a New England fan in general, you're still up there. Oh, no, no, no. I, exactly. Like, I can, I, can, I can let the Patriots have some off time while the Celtics are dominating right now. But – to a Bills fan, I'm genuinely curious. Like, rate me your like your ang- anxiety levels, one to ten. How are you feeling about the game? About this game? About this Super Bowl having to play Pat Mahomes? I mean, I don't know. Pat Mahomes is pretty good. Like, I would say, I don't know. I feel like he's been pretty good since he came into the league. So people are starting to underrate him. But I think he's definitely by far the best quarterback in the NFL at this yeah. point. And I mean, I, like some people are putting him in the goat conversation, which I think is a little crazy. Like that's, he hasn't caught up to Tom Brady yet. Not even close. I but, think it's way too early to say that. But it, it's it's not it's not too early to say that he's on track for that. It's just I, about maintaining that. And I, these things are always generational too. I mean, Brady and Manning were always being compared to Marino and and 
you know, they, they were everybody gets compared to the generations previous to them, and I think it's necessarily fair to Mahomes or Josh Allen among like to to be comparing them to Brady and Manning. Yeah. Those those are two first ballot Hall of Famers that are you know. I don't think it's a fair comparison yet, but also let's not get ahead of ourselves and start calling Pat Mahomes the goat when the goat just retired. I mean, he's the, he has the greatest skill set of all time, maybe that we've I, seen, but he doesn't have the that's greatest from a point resume of view, yet. That's from a point sure of view too. One, Pat Mahomes is the ultimate. I'm going to run 85 yards to gain three as he's just scrambling around the backfield. That's a lot of wasted energy, in my opinion. I think there are flaws to Mahomes' game, and I think he it's needs to do a better job. But it's an impressive skill. I mean, no doubt about yeah. it. No doubt about it. It is an impressive skill, but. But is it a useful is skill, it, or is it just And is it a goat-worthy skill? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. The goat could not run to save his life, so. Fair. Well, I mean, you see that run in the Super Bowl one time? Uh, I did see the run in the Super Bowl <laughs> the one time. Uh, <laughs> that, that's about it, though. If I th- Tom Brady's I think that getting rushing touchdowns, it, it makes it, like, outside of, like, because he is, yeah, we don't need to talk about Tom Brady. We're not going to talk about the Patriots. <laughs> he, he I'm could, asking about the Bills. <laughs> he, he could catch him, though. All right. What do you, what's your predictions on Josh Allen? You think he's going to have himself a game? Um, in the Super Bowl? Yeah. He's not playing. Oh. It's Jalen Hurts. Did you forget that the Bills aren't in the Super Bowl? Did I forget the Bills aren't in the Super Bowl? Yeah, I you sure did. did. It's the <laughs> Eagles that are in the Super Bowl. I the sure Eagles did. and the Chiefs. Wow. That's Eagles crazy, actually. I did. Producer, producer Dave, his first slip-up. First slip up. Ever. We'll edit all that out. Yeah. We can edit me out <laughs> in post. Well, no, maybe. No, we'll keep it in. Tells you how much super, how much raw recording this year. <laughs> not all a lot right. of NFL to watch as a Patriots fan. You're right. Oh, what was that? I said not a lot of NFL to watch as a Patriots fan. No, certainly not. Absolutely not. Uh, I guess another thing we can touch on here is how it's like the Andy Reid Bowl. Like Andy Reid is now with the with the win for this Super Bowl, he could become the all time winningest coach for both these franchises. He coached at Kansas, or he coached in Philly since 1999, 2012, and then now he's been coaching Kansas City since 13, and he's had a bunch of success there. Um, I think it's really cool. Uh, don't got much to say there, but shout out to Andy Reid uh, and cheeseburgers. My perspective for Andy Reid on that one is Andy Reid. Andy Reid was given a very hard time in his time in, in in Philadelphia. Yeah, and you know, in many coaching decisions that he made on the field, you know, 10 years ago, it was deservedly so at times like he deserved to catch the heat but when you spat out those numbers i mean that's an impression that's an impressive and these are like the two of the oldest franchises in league history and he's the winningest coach for all for both of them and the eagles were not good before andy reed came in and he made him a super bowl contending team the 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 chiefs were not a, a franchise to be concerned about a mixture of good drafting from their front office and coaching from Andy Reid. They like now it's one of the best dynasties of this generation. It, certainly, since the sure. Patriots dynasty has taken the downfall. Yeah. Certainly. Uh, no, I just thought that was cool to see. Uh, also, we got the Kelsey Bowl first time in the Super Bowl. Two brothers have faced off against each other. We have uh, Jason Kelsey, the center for the Eagles, and we have Travis Kelsey, the star tight end for the Chiefs. Uh, I think that'd be really cool. Uh, Super awesome to see. Like Travis Kelsey said, uh, his mom can't lose in this game. So, yeah, it's cool stuff. I think it would be just a little bit cooler if they played on opposite sides of the ball so they'd be able to actually face each other. But I know. That would be so sick. Maybe They should just switch it up just to get into each other's heads for the game. <laughs> Maybe we can line up a trick play on would they tackle each other? or defense or something. Of course they would. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, I feel like I feel like the violence would be at the highest times. level. Yeah. 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 That would be awesome. That would be so fun. 
I think there were definitely games where, where Chris and Kyle Long were facing. I obviously wasn't in the Super Bowl, but there were definitely times where Chris and Kyle Long were facing off against one each, one, each other on opposite sides of the yeah, ball. Probably. And you know that that was like – UVA shout-out, by the way. UVA shout-out. Um, but, yeah, no, it's – that's – come on. Brothers are definitely going to go harder against each other when there are brothers on the field, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, another cool stat that I read was that this is the first ever Super Bowl after 56 years of Super Bowls that the two starting quarterbacks are black. Um, so mm. I thought that was awesome. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, his family, Jalen Hurts, his family. Uh, yeah, really, really great to see. And I really want to shout out the families on that one, too. Because, yeah. like, that, that is a – that's – it's – in a day and age that we live in now, you would hope that would not be a thing of note, but it is. And I'm glad that we're giving it the note on this podcast right For sure. now. Like to, to, to both both of those families and those parents. That's a huge yeah. that's a huge uh, accomplishment. Uh, Patrick Mahomes Sr. and Jalen Hurts' dad, who I'm blanking on his name, but uh, both of them were athletes pre- previously. And, yeah, really, really cool to see. Uh, another stat, just throwing out some stats here. At a combined age of 51 years and 337 days old on Super Bowl Sunday, Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts will form the youngest starting Super Bowl quarterback matchup of all time, which Mm. is awesome. Like, this is – Patrick Mahomes has already been to, like, three Super Bowls, four Super Bowls. Correct. um, And he's still this young. That's really – and, like, him, Josh Allen, throw Lamar Jackson in there if you want to, Jalen Hurts, I mean – Brock Purdy, Herbert, go anywhere you want. The future of this league is set up. Yeah, yeah. definitely in good hands. And for the the Mahomes part too, I mean, like that's where I can start to be like, he's certainly on the on the track of like looking at the follow up from from Brady's era. Is like Brady was the player that was at that many Super Bowls at that young of an age, and to see Mahomes repeating that now too. I mean, like that that is certainly it's it's the same parallel we're seeing in basketball now with LeBron and Luca. Yeah, uh-huh. I think you can make a pretty clear, clear comparison there, and just just the changeover of the leagues. Like we're watching a new generation of athletes take over. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think the league is in good hands, definitely from the quarterback position, all positions in general. Uh, yeah, really, really cool to see. Uh, and you know, now we get to the big game. This is uh, Field Yates on Twitter, uh, ESPN guy, said like this is the Super Bowl we've all been waiting for. The Chiefs have. Uh, 16 and three overall record. They have uh, so many points scored. They have this many all six all pros. They're the number one seed. And the Eagles, they have a 16 and three record. They have a lot of points scored. They have six all pros, and they have the number one seed in the NFC. This is a rare occurrence, as I pointed out in the playoff preview episode. But it's like really cool to see the two best teams facing off in the Super Bowl. This was not. A, I had the Bills. Um, in the Super Bowl from the beginning of the season, but I think that you could easily make an argument that the Chiefs are the best team in the league this year. Yeah, it certainly is rare to see the two number one seeds in the in the playoffs playing against each other in the Super Bowl just because of how random this league is. Like, the parity at this point is insane, and it really, sh- like, is a testament to the coaching on these teams Yeah, that these guys will get their number one team and not let it get in their heads that they're the best and just keep playing every game tough, and now they're both here. Yeah, like, we've mentioned uh, – Andy Reid, but like uh, Coach Sirianni for the Eagles has done a great job this year. His entire staff, um, their offense, their defense—they've put up some great defensive per- performances in the playoffs so far. And yeah, it's just testament to how good and how important coaching is in the NFL here. And yeah, so 
cool to see uh, these two, two top teams in the league in the uh, in the Super Bowl. Like the Eagles, when they went on that winning streak for the first ten weeks of the year, uh, everybody was calling them frauds after they lost. Blah blah blah. But I was like, no, the, this is a legit team. They have a legit receiving core. They have a quarterback who can win on both ends, and you know they have a defense that will hold hold their own. Uh, we'll see if they can do that against the Chiefs, but you know, uh, for anybody really out there cool listening and is wondering, uh, Soren is still here. He is still just very much invested into the wings. Yeah, right now I'm actually only looking at the food, <laughs> but I do have one question. Yeah, uh, has which team has scored more points overall? Uh, that's a great question. Let's see. I have in my notes here, according uh, to Field Yates again, the Chiefs have scored 546 points, and the Eagles have scored 546 points. So they are dead even. Really? Uh, I don't know how much they have allowed, but both their offenses are high-powered, and they can win any game they're given. So, so historically, Super Bowls are low-scoring affairs. This is true. Magnitude of the game. The week break in between, traditionally, even amongst the most high-powered offenses in the history of the league, tend to score below their averages in the Super Bowl. And so these things usually do turn into defensive battles. So to put it to the, to the three of you, which team do you feel like has the most stout defense that is going to be prepared to shut down one of these prolific quarterbacks? Uh, I think that the Eagles have a better defensive personnel in terms of players, but I think that Eric Bieniemy and the Chiefs' defensive coaching staff uh, is what's going to win over the game because Eric Bieniemy has been up for a head coaching job for the past five years, and this might be the year that he gets it. But I think that um, his coaching all year and for the past number of years has been really, really good. Right on. Um, and that's, yeah. So I think that uh, talent won't win in terms of the players, but coaching will matter but to say that too Chiefs have a really good defense all of their players can play yeah uh Owen defenses thoughts I would say the Eagles definitely have the better defense but I honestly I would agree that it's going to be a low scoring game just because Super Bowls are in general but it's going to be about the off like the offenses in general just making a play and the Eagles defense, what they're going to have to do is make that hard. Like we saw what the Buccaneers did to beat the Chiefs a couple of years ago in the yep. Super Bowl. Yeah. They made everything hard on Patrick Mahomes, and that ended up working. I mean, there were dozens of highlights from Patrick Mahomes in that game, making like crazy escapes from the pocket. But honestly, it didn't do that much for him. So if the Eagles can put pressure on him and make his life hard, I think that will be what wins them the game. Well, like one thing I'm interested to see is like, uh, three weeks ago in the divisional game, Patrick Mahomes rolled his ankle. Maybe it was the wild card game. I don't remember. Um, but he rolled his ankle uh, in the championship game. He seemed fine. Everything was okay. And then he kind of twisted it in, after, uh, in the end. He seems fine. Uh, Coach Reed says he's practicing okay, everything like that. But I'm curious to see if, like, his ankle will be an issue at all. There are a lot of uh, Chiefs that are on the IR or – healing from injury or anything like that. So I think injuries will play a big factor into the the Eagles' game plan on defense and, you know, like how they attack uh, each part of the personnel. If the Eagles see that Patrick Mahomes is not quite looking like himself, like let's say that ankle maybe starts to become a problem and he's a yeah. little bit slower getting out of the pocket, I mean that's going to give them just a little bit of a boost for that pass rush. Because that was a big in. thing. That was a big thing that we – 
How's Coach Sherbin. Oh, man, the entrance of Coach Sherbin. Legendary Coach as always. Coach Sherbin is back. PTT veteran. <laughs> man, I didn't realize there was wings here today. Yep. Super Bowl experience. All of the flavors. Is my mic on? Yeah, you're good. Oh, this is impressive, fellas. What a spread. Yeah. Jump Thank in, you. man. Thank you Charles for joining us. High school spread out here. Woo. Uh, we're just talking about the defense in the Super Bowl. Who we think is going to prevail? Uh, you got any thoughts? Mostly talking about how Super Bowls tend to be low-scoring affairs. They so having do. a high-powered offense is not always the answer to a Super Bowl win. Yeah, and how, uh, how you noticed, like in the at the beginning of the championship game last two weeks ago, Patrick Mahomes, it, it was hard for him to get out of the pocket in the first half. So I was saying that might be a factor. Yeah, I think it's going to be a big factor, man. His, his ankle is clearly not 100%. Um, if it was, I think it would it would make for a potentially more intriguing matchup on that side of the ball i think the eagles have a clear-cut advantage uh the d-line versus the chiefs o-line um they're deep uh they can get to you with four people um and their edge guys are really good hassan reddick is is really lighting up the stat sheet with sacks this year brandon graham's been consistent and that dude fletcher cox in the middle is just a manimal like no one man's blocking him by himself so if i'm pat mahomes boy you better have your head on a swivel, and you better be getting rid of that ball quickly because uh, they're have coming. A, have a healed ankle. That's right. A, a fully healed ankle. Yeah, I'm, I'm going Eagles defense. If, if we're if we're looking for an advantage somewhere, yeah, I think the Eagles defense has a slight advantage over the Chiefs offense. All right. Uh, I'd like to see it. Soren, any thoughts? No? Um. <laughs> yeah, I'm mostly just there for the food, like I said. <laughs> All right. But look, that is the beauty of the Super Bowl. It's like, yes, exactly. I really don't know any other singular American sporting event where, like, the biggest stage of that, of the, I mean, the Super Bowl is the biggest game that's played in, in, in American sports, and the game itself is only like 50% of Less Super than, Bowl I mean, Sunday like, itself. Right. Most people don't that's even true. go for the game. Commercials. Most people go for the food, the commercials, commercials the halftime. Yeah. Halftime you name halftime it. Halftime show. Should be, right. good Should be good. Rihanna? Rihanna. Rihanna. Yeah. I don't know what to expect, but. She hasn't released music in years. Are we getting into the halftime show discussion? We can if you want to. I don't have too much to add on that. I'm very excited to see what Rihanna's got up her sleeve because she hasn't put music out in a very long time. And to be honest, last year's Super Bowl halftime show was like among the best ever. Yes. Who was it last year? Uh, I mean, it was the oh, Do- Dr. Dr. Dre. Yeah, that was great. West Coast hip hop. It was very well put together. Snoop was there. It was good. Kendrick's section with the choreography was one of the coolest I had seen on the Super Bowl stage. Like, if you know, for me, I put that right up there with the Prince halftime show, which is the greatest halftime show of all yeah. time. But that performance was so up there. So I feel like there's just been, there, there's, there was a bar that was set last year that I'm curious to see how Rihanna is going to come after it because she, she's a creative queen and I can't wait to see what she does. It's, su- c- it's surprising keep- to me that uh, they kind of booked her and she hasn't released an album in seven years. So. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of thinking in the back of my head, like, wh- what features does she have that are kind of older? Yeah. And is she going to bring some special guests out of the woodwork? Because I'm with you, Stipe, on the, the fact that they had multiple. It really wasn't just one person performing last year. It was like a conglomerate of people with that's a bunch of hits. so cool. Yeah, so I, I'm thinking that's what I'm probably looking forward coming out of her sleeves. There's some, some special guests to join her out there on the performance stage. Got any guesses? Let's think about it. Jay Z. I feel like we yeah, have we seen Jay Z at a Super Bowl. Have we seen him at a Super Bowl? I don't know that we've seen him perform at a Super that, Bowl. I, I think that's not. gonna be on his bucket list. Beyonce had that really good one uh, a couple yep. years ago. So yeah, I, I would say Jay Z would be my, my my. I think that's who she's. I dig that. Bring. I'd like to see yeah. that. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess we'll get into the Chiefs Eagles offenses now. See, because this is where the Super Bowl is gonna be won or lost. 
I agree. Uh, who can score? Who can score? Uh, that's a good point. I think that Jalen Hurts all season since their winning streak this year, at the beginning of the year, I think he's been my MVP. No question about it. You can make an argument. He's been he's been at the top. I mean, he led that uh, crazy win streak, and he's just he missed a couple of weeks. But what set him apart is his ability to run, score, and not get hurt. Because he only missed a couple weeks for the year. Mm-hmm. I think that's huge. Every other candidate has missed some time. And I think that's what will separate him from the pack. He's been consistent all season. Yeah, I would agree with that, man. I think I think Hurts, what, they lost one game while he was a starter this year, man? 13, yeah. 9, 12, and 1, something like that, man? So, I mean, the proof is in the right there. When he's when he's taking the snaps, the Eagles got a pretty good shot to win. And I agree with what you're saying, man. His, his legs, like that offensive line for the Eagles has just been dominating people. And then yeah. when you, as a high school coach, hardest thing to stop as a defensive coordinator, a team with a mobile quarterback, a quarterback and run, if you use a running back as an extra blocker, like you're a hat down. You're a hat down in the box most of the time. And if Hurts finds a hole, he's getting five yards a pop. Oh, the yeah. way that the way that line's blocking. So I'm with you. If the Chiefs have got to figure out a way to neutralize his ability to run, um, and if any, you, we like to call them as as a defensive coordinator, remember me shots. All right, yeah. if you can get a hit on him at any point in the game, make sure he remembers who it was. <laughs> so if the Chiefs can do that. We can see, but yeah, I'm clear cut advantage to the Eagles here. Yeah, uh, I mean Jalen Hurts and the receiving core, AJ Brown. You got Devonta Smith. They they have a great team all around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that they're going to put up some points. Coach, what you were saying too, I mean, I think I think Super Bowls so many times are won and lost on the offensive line because mm-hmm. it comes down to quarterback play. And if you can keep your quarterback clean and upright, more often than not, your offense is going to be clicking enough to score, enough to win. And if your offensive line is failing, that's when you're going to be in trouble. The GOAT, the, the, the Super Bowls that the GOAT lost, the two against the Giants and the Eagles, the offensive lines, their butts kicked in New England on those games specifically, yeah. especially the Giants Super Bowls. Yeah. And I think it was a pure, like, it became a template of how to beat that team, but I think it really became a template of, like, if you're going to win a Super Bowl, your offensive lines have to be the best in the league because it's going to keep your quarterback healthy. Yeah. Well, I think that, like, at this point in the season when teams have played 19, 20 games, uh, like, your lines are depleted. Like, you, you've lost them to entry, and what's – fortunate for the Eagles they haven't lost too many people uh on the line especially to injury and I think that's another thing that'll uh keep them in advantage is that the Chiefs also have had a few players on the defensive line and the offensive line that are down to various injuries so I think that's an important thing to note yeah you made a good point about the lines being depleted but one thing that's really going to help the Eagles is how much depth they have on the defensive line I mean they have so many guys that can come in and out sub and like the Chiefs got five guys up there. They're not bad. They're not top of the league. But, I mean, the Eagles are subbing around. Like, they're keeping their guys fresh. They're going to oh, yeah. get pressure on the homes, and that could be a recipe for disaster with a hurt ankle. I, yeah, I, th- I think that's a big thing to note, the hurt ankle. If it is even hurt, I mean, he's been looking fine in practice from what everything that's been getting out. and He looked yeah, they, okay a couple weeks sure ago. I'm not sure they would want to let people know that his ankle's hurt, though. I don't that's know. We'll, we'll never know. But uh, <laughs> everybody's hurt at this point, like you said. Yeah, everybody, exactly. Everybody, that, that's everybody's just, banged up here. Yeah, it yeah, just lingers. Like an ankle, that's not something that goes away that quick. He's gonna feel it. It might not affect him completely, but he will feel it. Yeah, those team physicians have lots of things that are gonna numb those achy spots up for another week. Mm-hmm, <laughs> we for will sure. deal with that on Monday. For yeah. sure, for sure. That's right. Uh, another thing I want to touch on before we get to our final predictions is like 
prop bets, like what what color Gatorade is gonna be, things like that. <laughs> Got any favorite ones? Gatorade's my Gatorade is one of my favorite. Uh, over under for the national anthem, always a good one. Over, always pick over. Always pick over, especially yeah. this year. It's set really low. It's set at two hundred two. Who's singing it? What's that uh, mean? Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton. I bet oh. he's gonna move though. What's his, I don't what's think his he's cadence? Gonna, what's his delivery like? Does he have a slower a delivery? Guy. He's a country, country singer. Guy. I think okay. it's gonna. I think it's gonna have a like. I think it's going to move with some tempo. I don't think he's going to try and mess with the anthem too much. I think yeah. he's going to deliver a straightforward anthem. He's just mm. going to let his like I, I Southern like Roots Rocks voice yeah. kind of carry the sound. Yeah. And I think he's going to keep it straightforward. When okay. it's a woman singing the anthem, I feel like she always wants to show off her pipes and like yeah, they want to so, put their know, own touch on it. Hand a couple, they'll have a couple notes go a little bit long, and that's what increases mm-hmm. the time. So because sure. everybody guy, grew up. Everybody grew up. Here in Whitney Houston, sing the national anthem at the Super Bowl, and that is the greatest yeah. performance yes. of the national anthem yeah. that will ever be done ever. Yes. And so, I think people try to one up that, and they just need to be like, "That will never be outdone." Right. So just do your thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I just want to put it on the record here that on February eighth at one forty nine p.m., I think that the Gatorade will be yellow for numerous reasons. Uh, I'm with you on that, Ben. That's that's my pick. Uh, I saw a cool video the other day saying like why this will be yellow. All the Eagles' important dates, all the Chiefs' important days, all the important games in Arizona. So I think lock it in. It's yellow. Uh, anyone else? Uh, I don't know, man. I've I've seen something that the last last Chiefs Super Bowl victory they used orange, and I mean that's a pretty similar team they have now. And I'm taking the Chiefs, so Ooh. I would put some money up on orange. All right. I like the color purple. You think they'll use purple? The Riptide Rush. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna go. All right. Purple. Wow. I was gonna go outside the box too. I was gonna go purple, but I'm gonna take blue now too. I think they're gonna go something <laughs> different. Blue. We're gonna go. We're gonna go outside the box. Oh man. Yeah. I'm with you, Ben. I'm going lemon lime. It's gonna be yellow. You know, yeah. that's in the Chiefs color scheme. There isn't. I don't know if they have green Gator. Have you seen green Gatorade? Uh, yeah. On a coach. There's uh, green? there's yeah. cr- cucumber. <laughs> and there's green apple. I don't think the something Eagles are drinking cucumber Eagle. yeah, Gatorade the they're, they're going, they're going <laughs> lemon lime. That's probably the closest to them. I'm going lemon lime with you, Ben. I think, I think no matter which team wins, it'll be yellow. I'm with you for on both that. the Eagles and the Chiefs. <laughs> That's All my right. favorite Gatorade, so let's go. Lemon lime. All right. Uh, I guess we'll wrap it up here. Uh, final predictions, score, Super Bowl MVP. Coach Sherbin, you weren't here for the first half, so mm-hmm. anything you want to get off about wings, players, Whatever you want to say. Um, from from Buffalo Wild Wings, I am a uh, I'm a honey barbecue fan, and I, I like the uh, Asian Zing. Asian Zing is probably my favorite. With ranch, I'm not a blue cheese guy, y'all. Uh, uh, as I get older, you know, the dairy's not for me anymore. Getting lactose intolerant, blue yeah. cheese, moldy. No, not my thing. All right, but yeah, shout out to the wings. Wing is, in my opinion, the most important Super Bowl food. There, nachos just behind it, but Ooh. you got to have the wings on. What, deck what's your spread look Sunday. like most years? Um, we all there's always going to be a cheese. Shir- what do you call it? Charcuterie? Charcuterie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that word always gives me. But, you know, the, the cheese board. We're going to have a cheese board. Cheese crackers. Cheese crackers. You know, some veggies and some dips. That's a guaranteed. And like for me, nachos and wings always got to be a part of the Super Bowl party for me in some form or fashion. So, yeah, those those are my Super Bowl gigs. And how are you with spicy stuff? You like your oh, wings love, hot all love, the way? Yes. Love some buffalo. I'm a big fan of spicy stuff. Caribbean jerk um, is what we had last year. We had some Caribbean jerk wings. Nice. They were they were pretty good. Uh, nice. Royalty Eats, if you guys are into the wings, uh, Rashadi, who goes to school here, yeah. his mom, yeah. uh, she she's the owner of Royalty Eats, bro. She's got like nice. 15 or 20 different wing flavors. All right. Mango habanero. If you like Ooh. a hot one, she's got a really banging mango habanero. All right. Yeah. Are they out crispy to, wings? Shout out to the plug. Out here. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah, crispy. She can make them crispy. You can ask for them extra crispy. And yeah, she'll hook it up. Nice, nice. Uh, oh, and before we get on to the final predictions, I forgot. Uh, what's it like going to the 
playoff game in Buffalo, like in Orchard Park. Oh, man. Well, oh, that was this like, year? yeah, oh, like wow, it was snowing, everything like that. What's that like? Well, it actually, disappointingly, it was not snowing in the game. There was some snow on the ground, but it wasn't actually snowing during the game. Um, but the the whole atmosphere there was insane. I mean, I'd been to a couple Bills games, but it's nothing like a playoff game. I mean, yep, that fan base is wild. And did you I jump mean, on a table? Did you break a table? I did not. I did not. <laughs> maybe you lying. Like Am I gonna jump on your social media and see you like dive bombing <laughs> no, into a table not. in the parking no, lot? No All tables. Right. No tables. All right. Good, good tailgating with Bills Mafia. Yeah, I, we had a pretty good tailgate. You know, the the fans there are just so nice. Like, I mean, it was it was cold outside. It was super cold, and we started tailgating at like eight in the morning, I think. Jeez. And so that's, that's you know, it was right it was super nice to see like a pickup truck pull up beside us and just have a fire ready. There you go. So we hung out by the fire for most of the tailgate. That's dope. And that was that's pretty dope. nice. But I mean, that place gets loud, and like, I mean, I I even heard like players talking about it after the game, saying like. Thanks to the fans, like the, y'all really made an impact, and it was obvious. Third downs, everything like that, it was insane. I just never seen an atmosphere like that before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, since we're talking about the Bills, shout out to Mar Hamlin, his recovery. Oh yeah, cool to see. No doubt. Yes, using sir. his platform for good. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, nothing else to say. Uh, should we kick it off with some predictions here, Dave? You want to start it out? Uh, well, as I clearly demonstrated earlier, I did not watch a whole lot of NFL this year. But again, like just going down to like my generalized understanding of how Super Bowls usually trend, like I'm going to lean towards a low scoring game. I'm going to lean towards a better offensive line matched up a defense that's not going to quite penetrate. So I think that's got me leaning towards the Eagles. And as a Patriots fan, that really tastes Ooh. like battery acid coming out my mouth. <laughs> so there you go. I'm going with the Eagles. You got a score? I'm gonna go 17-10. Ooh, I like it. Good, good score. With who again? 17-10. And who's the Super Bowl MVP? Quarterbacks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Coach. Yeah, that's good. I, I'm. I, my prediction a couple weeks ago it was the 49ers versus the Chiefs, and unfortunately, when the quarterback went down, all oh, that was. Well, just out they didn't have a quarterback. <laughs> yeah. they, had, they had. They had the entire quarterback <laughs> position Christian go down. McCaffrey was out there <laughs> taking direct snaps, but it was a bad situation for the Niners. But no. Um, Chiefs made it, and I think originally I think I had the Chiefs over the 49ers, but man, that that Eagles the Eagles looked really good the last couple of weeks. With the, like I said, with that line, I'm a, I'm gonna have to revert, and I'm rolling with Jalen Hurts too, man. I'm taking the Eagles. I will go. I kind of want to. Something about it wants me to pick someone different as the MVP and not not be Hurts. Uh, I'm thinking maybe. Uh, AJ Brown catching two TD passes or something like that might be your MVP. But if 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 Jalen Hurts throws those two two TDs, he gets a running one and gets run, and gets maybe another one, then that's four TDs for him. Yeah, it is gonna be hard to beat that. But I'm going Eagles. If I if I had to pick a score, I'm gonna say I'm 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 a little higher than you, Dave. But I feel you on the low score, 24-17. I give it a seven point win for the Eagles. Mm -hmm. Owen, I feel bad going different from you two, but I'm no no no. I like it. That's what we're supposed to do. I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like a lot of this episode we've been hyping up the Eagles. I mean, their defense, their offensive and defensive lines especially are really good. But I, it's the Chiefs, man. I Never mean, doubt we, Patrick we've, Mahomes. We've seen them year in, year out making plays in big moments, and I think that's going to be again. And I'm taking Travis Kelsey for Super Bowl MVP. Yes. If, if like the Chiefs are going to win like this game, too. I think he's getting over 100 yards easily. Mm-hmm. I mean, he really is the – difference maker for that offense especially with McCole Hardman out I mean I know one of my favorite the biggest player, one of my favorite bets for this game is Travis Kelsey over two touchdowns over two touchdowns yeah that's his line too uh maybe one and a half but I take the over that's big, I don't think that's a bad bet big I mean, thing I like for score 
I think I'd probably go 24 to 20. Nice. Chiefs, Travis Kelsey, MVP. I like yep. it. Um, I only know one player on the Eagles, Jalen Hurts. So that's going to be the MVP for that for this game. Um, uh, who's the <laughs> – so I'm going to go with – I was hoping – for, for the Super Bowl is going to be the, the, the vegan wings. spicy wings. <laughs> I was hoping he was going to say Andy Reid. <laughs> Chiefs win, going, Andy Reid. I'm going for uh, Eagles, Eagles win 46 to – 28. I don't <laughs> even know if 28. That might be like the highest scoring Super Bowl ever. We'll see if that happens. I'd um, love for the entertainment purpose. That would be good. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is going to uh, mess up his ankle three minutes into the game. And then they're just going to run away with it. That's that's my that's my prediction. All right. Mm-hmm. I like right. it. Outside the box. Uh, I'm going to go with Eagles 31-21. Uh, Jalen Hurts MVP. I don't think anyone can come close to him getting MVP. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Chiefs won and Pesh Mahomes got it. So I'm actually going to change my prediction. It's going to be 3-0 to the <laughs> Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking they're going to only get one. And the kicker one. will be the MVP. Oh, yeah. Man. Remember, remember that like Virginia Tech uh, Pittsburgh game a bunch of years ago that was like zero zero. zero, zero, zero it was yeah. Wake Forest. Zero going into Wake a Forest. Man, I can confirm it was Wake Forest. <laughs> Wake Forest Tech going into <laughs> OT. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what Soren's game is going to be like. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Uh, anyone else got anything else they want to get off the chest about the Super Bowl? Uh, food, I'm looking forward to the commercials again food, as always, can- man. Oh, yeah. yeah. We didn't touch on that. Looking yeah. forward to the commercials. I think the M&Ms have a stunt that they're trying to be pulling right oh, now. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so okay. Oh, for sure. I think sure. the M&Ms have a stunt that they're trying to pull, and I want to see see I'm how it's going to go. Who yeah, do you think is going to have the best one? Any company. Budweiser always has really Clydesdales. Yeah, they really always great. come to Clydesdales, right? Yeah. yeah. Budweiser always has has really fantastic ads, and then there's always a cell phone company that like surprises you or something like that. Yeah. Loki yeah. Doritos. Last couple years, some of the chip companies, right, Lay's Doritos. They they've yeah, had some pretty solid. That one, solid the, that one with the guacamole. The waking up yeah. morning. Yeah, with the guac. That was a good one. Yeah. Do um, Prime. Prime the drink. Prime Prime's gonna have a. I think they're having a. Oh, one thing that Gronk is gonna do with USAA is that instead of buying like a pre-produced commercial they're going to do a 30 second clip of him live kicking a field goal oh snap so Gronk kicking i read field that goal. a couple weeks ago think he's gonna make it 25 yards that'd be really funny if he yeah i think he's, he's got a strong enough foot for that yeah that's just strong period so he's probably yeah. been practicing i've had a 35 you've had a 35 yeah yeah Gronk can definitely do it <laughs> wow <laughs> all right well uh, that'll wrap it up thank you guys uh all so much for coming on and enjoy the super bowl and the food Let's go. Welcome back to the highlights, everybody. Ben, how was that? Oh, Soren's phone just fell. Soren, keep going. Okay. What were your thoughts on that insanely delicious, thanks to producer Dave, Talk about the Super Bowl that is coming up this Sunday. Uh, great Super Bowl. Great talk about the Super Bowl. Super excited for this. You know, there's this phrase, this phrase that goes around says that, like, blank is my Super Bowl in reference to whatever, like a concert or something. Uh-huh. Super Bowl is my Super Bowl. It is, like, the top one day of the year. <laughs> Super Bowl is awesome. I think Christmas takes the bacon there for me. I don't know. Personally. But, Ben, what is your um, – I don't know if you said this, but what is your favorite wing flavor? My favorite wing flavor. 
Uh, I mean, you got to go straight Buffalo, right? Straight yeah. hot. Yeah, um, yeah. Big. Bar- I'm a big barbecue guy with anything, but you got to go straight Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo all the way. In the last episode when I went to Charlotte, I think someone noted said something about it here. I think it was producer Dave. When you get a really hot flavor and it's not that hot, the restaurant I went to in Charlotte was quite like that. Yeah, so for sure. Just wanted to put that out there, guys. All right. Well, uh, should we get into Tweet of the Week? Yeah. All right, I want to talk about LeBron James for Tweet of the Week, a common... Oh, yeah, didn't he get a lot of points or something? Common topic. He got a lot of points. In fact, the most points in NBA history in the regular season for one player. Uh, That is 38,390 points, to be exact. He passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on uh, Tuesday night against the Thunder. Mm -hmm. Uh, Turnaround shot in the third quarter. Uh, Really just, you know, the king. His GOAT resume just keeps getting better. Our debate for GOAT will be on a different episode if yep. it ever happens. Uh-huh. But uh, shout out to LeBron and every single one of his 38,390 points in the regular season thus far, which is what's more impressive about it. Like, yeah, he still has a long ways to go, and he knows it. Like, he said before that this is not – he's not slowing down. He doesn't want to stop anytime soon. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, shout out to LeBron. Yeah. Really cool to see what he I know did. you're listening, LeBron. <laughs> My my goat is John Wall because it's the first character I ever got in a 2K game. All right. So John Wall of the Wizards was cool. where he was at. Oh, my gosh. Ben. Yes. I know you just went to Florida. I sure did. What? This is always this is always a topic that we have to explore whenever someone travels on this podcast. Yes. What is the best thing that you ate in Florida? Well, I mean – we're big on food here, and the best thing, big on dessert especially, the best thing I ate was these hot little mini donuts at a donut stand at the flea market, like the Sunday morning flea market. Yep. I got four dozen. They're only $4 a dozen. There's a super nice guy, uh, and, like, there's cinnamon, powdered sugar. They're super, like, he gives them to you. He doesn't even put them on the counter before he takes them out of a fryer and puts them in the bag. They are ridiculously so good. They're oh one of my favorite parts of going down to Key West every year. Uh, those are maybe like the best donuts. I've, they are so good. They're soft. They're chewy. They have the perfect amount of sugar. Uh, they're warm. You can eat it in one bite. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just. Wait, sorry. Are they good? They are the best. <laughs> and it's just like some guy set up at the flea market with his truck and like selling them for $4 a dozen. It's awesome. Yeah, wow, man! I haven't had a good donut in so long, Ben. I'll tell you. I mean, this is not even. It shouldn't be co- considered a donut. They're so good. A dough ball. I mean, they are ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, okay. So also, I wanted to tell a story about my time. We'll get into. Uh, I went scuba diving and everything, and that was awesome. I saw some sharks. It was my first time ever scuba diving. But I wanted to tell a story about a dream I had with Steph Curry. While I was there. <laughs> you had a dream about Steph Curry? Well, with Steph Curry, involving Steph Curry. So okay. my dream was that we were all sitting around like the, the table f- for uh, dinner, right? And Steph Curry was there. It was like my aunts, my uncles, uh, everybody, my whole family. Yep. And it was like Steph Curry, just him. And he was a chill guy. I was sitting right next to him, chopping it up. And then like I had him on the podcast. Really? Yeah, that was... That was what I dreamt. Dude, that sounds like what we should do. So I don't know if it's like foreshadowing for the future or anything, but mm-hmm. uh, really cool to have a dream. Yo, you know what we should do? We should what? do that DMing 100 famous people. Oh, for sure. And then 
just see that, that'll on be a podcast. youtube exclusive dude oh no so what we should do is we should just DM, yeah youtube exclusive of course and then just get them to like send a recording of something to us for sure for sure because there's no way they would time all right soren uh what's your quote for this week what are we talking about quote of the week we're gonna keep it classic with a nfl quote in particular i have a quote that is either from jalen hurts patrick mahomes oh good good so, test Two so, star QBs that we were just talking about. Oh, yeah. Ben, let's see if you can guess who said it. Here's the quote. Let's keep the main thing the main thing. Oh, I, I read something like this recently. Uh, I feel like I was green colors in the Instagram post, so I'm going with Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts? Going with it. Uh, Are you sure? The uh, Nick Sirianni coached QB, the Philadelphia Eagles superstar, Oklahoma or Alabama, we don't know. But Jalen Hurts is how I'm going. Okay, Ben. This no. is literally the one week I wouldn't want you to actually have a fail because this is like your favorite topic. So I'm actually going to give you the chance to switch. No chancing to switch. No chancing? No switching. Okay, Ben. You're keeping the streak. It's a win. Let's go! What's my streak at now? Three? I think three. Oh, this wow. Is history. This is like LeBron. You just keep, you just keep going now. Keep going. I mean, I, when am I going to stop? I don't know. I don't know. All right, Soren, a uh, quick question of the week. If you had to play one position in football, what would it be? Kicker. Kicker. Yeah. Because you play soccer. Yeah, it would be the easiest for me. I would be a mad wide receiver. <laughs> like a really good wide receiver. Yeah. Dude, the dude in the halls, I don't know if you know him, but every time I pass him, he's like, play football, man. Play football, <laughs> man. I'm like, I'm a senior. He's like, reclass. <laughs> so... He said I would be a good wide receiver if I played soccer, so I might have to reclass. Come All right. back next year, play some football. Well, let's see it. Hear that, Coach Cherubin? Uh, yeah. Let's hear what the kids in the hall have to say. Yeah. All right, listeners, who am I here with today? Arlo. If you played football, what position would you be, and what would your like stadium for you be? I'll be wide receiver because I could uh, moss everyone, like Randy Moss. And then my signature move would be the stiff arm so I could uh, body everyone to the ground and make them look small compared to me. Would you stiff arm with the left or the right? Both. Oh, stiff arms. All right. Thank you, Arlo. Thank you. What is up, guys? Who am I here with today? Rowan. Holden. Leander. And if you would be, if you were playing football, what position would you play? Um, you know the dude who throws the ball to the quarterback. I just like bending over, so that's why I'm playing. I'm gonna kick him. So I'm gonna kick him. Running back because he's always short. <laughs> this has been the Paper Thin Thoughts podcast. Subscribe to us on your preferred podcast platform and leave a rating and a question that could potentially be answered in the following episode. As always, I'm Storm Post Hills, accompanied by the great Ben Rikosh. Keep up the thin thoughts. Remember to stay tuned for next week's episode. Paper Thin Thoughts is produced by the Charlottesville High School Podcasting Network. Executive producers are Jen Horn and Dave Stipe. Senior producers are Ben Rikosh and Soren Povisils. This episode was edited and mixed by Dave Stipe and Ben Rikosh. Music is produced and created thank you to Jacob Lighthorn, Miss Waters, and the entire CHS 
music production team. Thank you to Mr. Rashad Pitt and the rest of the CHS faculty and staff for the support. PTT out. PTT out.